This is WCNO, Palm City, the good news station. Good morning. I'm Pastor Bob Tarvis, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. God is not looking for peacocks, and He's not looking for professionals. He's looking for people that will allow Him to move in their life, that won't hold back from the move of the Holy Ghost in this life, and they will cause the whole world to take a step back and be in shock because they don't understand how something that awesome can come from somebody like that. That's what God's looking for, amen? He's looking for people that will allow God to step up in their life and be number one in their life above anything else. They'll lay down their life for the cause. That's what David said when he got up there with his brothers and they were mocking him. He looked at them, he said, is there not a cause? Is there not a reason? Who does this uncircumcised Philistine think he is? Is there not a cause? Then he asked about the rewards. Well, what am I going to get? Hmm? The cause was is because the guy was mocking the nation of Israel, the children of Israel. How many of you know there's a mocker today? Satan is mocking the children of God today in this world, and he's carrying them off to hell as fast as he can. We talked about this a little bit. Listen, this is about positioning ourselves with what God's doing rather than what we think God is doing. Everything ain't what you think it is on TBN. I love TBN, but it ain't all, the, it ain't all what it's cracked up to be. I watch TBN. Come on. There's some stuff on there. You need to turn it off. You need to turn the channel. Come on. We talked about this a little bit last week. What about Noah who built the ark and versus the people that built the, built the Titanic? Remember that? One was built by man who faithfully pursued God, who went after God. He was hungry for God. He didn't have no training. He didn't have a college degree. The Titanic, on the other hand, was built by highly trained engineers with PhDs, professionals. They were scientists that weighed in on what they were going to do and how this ship was going to sail and how they were going to avoid anything. One had a set of blueprints that had to be sealed and stamped and there were specs and guidelines that had to be approved and reviewed for this thing to get off the ground. The other one was, well, let's just see if I can knock this piece of wood here and put this here. Yeah, that looks good. Come on, are you here? One was built in a shipyard and one was built in the backyard. One was built by a man who had no clue what was coming, but he built his boat to make it through what the unknown, to make it through whatever was coming his way. The other one was built by a bunch of people that they thought that they knew what was coming, but they didn't have a clue what was coming. Come on, where are we going to put our faith at? So what are you trying to say to me, Pastor? I'm saying, I don't know about you, but if I'm going to move into a place in my life where I'm going to get into the middle of this game and in the kingdom of God and become a kingdom player, then I want to get there on the ark. You can get passage on the Titanic if you want to. Hmm? What about David and Goliath? Goliath had the, the finest equipment that a soldier could have. He had state-of-the-art technology of his day, the best of the best that they could offer a warrior in the kingdom. David had the tools of a shepherd boy. Hmm? 
Goliath had a spear that was the width of a house. Think about that. The width of a house. David had a piece of leather and five smooth stones. Goliath had the armor of a mighty warrior, but at the end of the day, it was David that was standing there, and Goliath had lost his head. Hmm? The giant went down. It wasn't the armor. It wasn't the metal. It wasn't the steel. It wasn't the sword. It was a little kid with a slingshot at the end of the day who was passionately pursuing God with his whole life. What are you trying to tell me, Pastor? I'm telling you today, if our city is going to be reached for Jesus Christ, it's not going to be by spiritual networks that are running 24-7 on 15 different channels. It's going to be by the believer getting off of the pew and getting passionate for the kingdom of God and going out there and doing something in the kingdom. That's what it's going to take. Hmm? We've got to come to a place in our life where we recognize that God is at work in us. That it's not just so that we can say we're a pretty piece of art hanging on the wall. Look what God has done. It's so that God can use us for His glory. Hmm? And we've got to position ourselves that not only are we passionate for God, but we're passionate for what God's passionate for. We become passionate for the things of God. And when we do that, we'll get a mentality that we're ready to move in and take the territory and take over the kingdom of the enemy. My God. Somebody shout, put me in, coach. God's looking for people that pursue God. He's not looking for people that need a title. He's not looking for people that need a position. Because if you need a title or you need a position, then how many know you really don't need God? You're getting your approval and acceptance by what you do rather than who you are. Hmm? God's looking for people that don't know the perfect way to get it done. They're just stepping out in faith and saying, well, God, if you told me to do it, I'm going to do it. All they know, if God is for me, then who can be against me? God's on my side. They know what Peter knew. Silver and gold, I ain't got none. But what I got, I'm going to give it to you in the name of Jesus. Get up and walk. Go over to Acts chapter 4, verse 13. I'm going to read this in the Message Bible. Since they couldn't take their eyes off of them. They were fixated on Peter and John. They couldn't take their eyes off of them. Peter and John standing there so confident, so sure of themselves. And then their fascination deepened when they realized these were two laymen with no training in Scripture or formal education. They recognized them as companions of Jesus. But with the man right before them, seeing him standing there so upright, so healed, what could they say against them? That's the demonstration of the power of God. Amen? God is in the habit of taking nobodies and turning them into somebodies. That's what He does. I think we overlook the fact that God sometimes takes people that are somebodies, breaks them down to nobodies, and then turns them into somebodies in their life so He can finally use them. Hmm? Listen, ladies and gentlemen, my strength is not in my title. It's not in I'm a deacon or I'm an elder, or I'm a pastor, or I'm an usher. My strength doesn't come from my identity and my job, or the money that I have, or the way that I carry myself, or if I drive a Mercedes. It, it, it doesn't come from whether or not if I live in a gated community, or if I live in a condo on the beach, or whether or not I got a pool. 
That's not where the strength of my life comes from. The strength of my life comes from my relationship with Jesus Christ. It's right there, built in a relationship with Him. So what is it that makes this kingdom of God work? Come on, God's kingdom is invading the world today. What is it that causes this kingdom to work? Well, the first thing is this. People that want to take over, people, real kingdom players, real kingdom people, are always ignited by opportunity. Somebody say opportunity. You remember the story when Peter and John, they were on their way to pray? And here they are, they're getting there, and then all of a sudden the opportunity pops up in front of them. There's a lame man right there on the side of the road. Opportunity. How many times have we walked by the opportunity of God in our life? On our way to the temple. On our way to the mall. On our way to Walmart. On our way home from work. How many times have we just driven by opportunity? Come on, somebody. Amen. Here are these two guys. Seven weeks earlier, they were running. They were hiding. They were fearful. They were intimidated. They thought the Romans were going to get them. They thought the Sanhedrin was going to get them. They thought the Pharisees were going to kill them. They were hiding for their life. And even when they met Jesus, they met Jesus while they were in a place of hiding. Isn't that right? Now all of a sudden, here's these two guys that were cowards before. They're full of the Holy Ghost. They're out in the public, and, and, and they're on their way to go pray at the temple. And watch this. No one said, let's do some strategic planning on the way to the temple. Let's make a plan. Nobody said anything like that. They didn't say, well, let's get together, have a committee, and meet next Thursday because we're going to be on our way to prayer next Thursday. We need to make sure that we have this in place, that in place. A miracle might happen, so we need to have this for a backup plan just in case that happens so we're not late getting there on time to pray. We need to understand what we're going to do so when we get there, uh, we can just believe for the miracle. Nobody planned any of that. How many know that's not what happened? They were just on their way. They were just going through life. They were just living life, doing what God had put in front of them, and an opportunity popped up right in front of them. Someone say opportunity. Hmm? Opportunity. One of the words in the New Testament for opportunity is the word kairos. It means an opportune moment. Say opportune moment. It's a point in history. It's a time in history that didn't exist the hour before or the day before. It exists right now. It's Kairos. It's a right now opportunity. It's an opportune time. And when they walked by the guy at the gate, what they saw was a Kairos moment. They saw an opportunity. Come on, are you here today? That's a reason to shout this morning. Amen? All the people that are earth-minded are ignited by security. Well, I need my 401k. I want to make sure I got my paycheck. I want to make sure everything's going to work out right. If, I ain't get, if you ain't going to pay me, don't expect me to do anything for you. Hmm? I'm going to check my life insurance policy before I check out. Come on. Ignited by security. Today we got people that go to college for six years at Christian universities, and the first thing they do when they come out of the Christian universities is want to know how much they're going to get in their package. Don't ask how many people in the, what are the demographics of the area? How many people, what, what kind of outreach you got going on? What's your ministry like? How much am I going to get paid? What are you offering me to come bring my Christian services to you? Come on, are you here this morning? What kind of retirement you got for me? Pastor, you can't say that. Yeah. 
I mean, no, this ain't this ain't this gospel today. Ain't what it ain't the gospel that we had in the book of Acts. We've twisted it up. I ain't never seen it a day in time in my life when you can, it's so hard to get volunteers to do anything. I'm not talking about our church because we got great volunteers. I'm talking about the ministry in general, trying to get people down to volunteer to do something. Well, I'm too busy. Let them, basically, I'm too busy. Let them go to hell. Hmm? Can I just say this to you today? People that are called to do something, whether it's in the church or whether it's in the world, true entrepreneurs are always looking for opportunity. They're not looking for a paycheck. Opportunity. They're not looking for the dollars. They're looking for opportunity because they know if they ever get the opportunity, out of that opportunity, they will create their resource for life. They will create what they need to live on. Thank you for joining us today for the Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. We hope you will tune in again each day, Monday through Friday, right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this week's message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. To pay by phone or simply make a love gift, you can call 772-461-8555. That number again is 772-461-8555. For more exciting information on our church, service times, and directions, you can check us out on the web at igniteyourworld.com. This has been The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner, and I'm your host, Bob Tarvis. See you next time on The Revealing Truth. Ignite Your World Ministries, Truth Church, and all its affiliate ministries thanks Destiny Network and Bishop Tony Miller. Destiny Network International exists to serve pastors, local churches, and ministry leaders that make up Destiny Network International. For more information on joining the Destiny Network, go to www.destinynetwork.org. Sunshine Carpet Cleaning, a WCNO corporate underwriter, has been providing